All right. And we are in here. We are in here. Ah, 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 ah. I can't. Wow. I'm sorry. I can't yeah. take any of my high notes. You want to hear? You hear? <laughs> oh, let's not do it to him. <laughs> Oh, okay. Aries got all right. <laughs> I just, I'm just so sad about it. Usually, my high notes are like crystal clear, but today mm-hmm. I just, I'm just hoarse. I'm a horse. Anyway, my name is Ari, and my name is Zane. Welcome to the grab where the struggle is real. What? <laughs> the come up is every Tuesday. We get together, try to escape our families, have a little sister time, even though we do that all the time and talk about what's going on in our lives and how we're trying to do things live life do this adulting thing okay a little bit better because oh my gosh life be hard life be a struggle anyway so i am still horse (laughs) and uh what'd you do this past week cozy what did we do um, I battled oh your sickness the, the world of yes. sickness. I think up until like two days ago, I was still feeling you know pretty yeah. down, and it just came randomly. And I think um I've been getting I get sick faster post surgery, but it goes away pretty quickly, and I don't have like any residue right. before I, before my surgery. I would be sick, and then I would get better, but. I would just have like all these like underlying like symptoms afterwards. Yeah, like normal people. And so, <laughs> well, yeah, like normal people. But now I don't have like post nasal drip like I used to, mm. and I don't you yes. know have too bad of coughing afterwards. So you That's know, really good. I um yeah, I have been that one day last Tuesday was like the only day I was sick, but mm-hmm. I also have allergies. So my yeah. eyeballs have been itching and oh, I can't get rid of this, this throat like thing. It does not hurt. Like last week, I, I, Desi probably thought I was dying cause that's how bad it was. And I, you oh, know, I have a high pain threshold. So when I told him I Me was too. like at a nine, he was like, Oh my God, what is happening? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cause when you left my house, it was, Oh no. When you left mom's house. I didn't, oh, I like, you know, you for, <laughs> no, I'm still here. When you left mom's house, um, when, cause we were doing like a whole family thing that day. Yeah. Um, I was just, cause you were just, I, man, I get really, I just need y'all to understand something. I get really stressed when Aries starts saying that she's hurting because even in childbirth up until the last moment, <laughs> like nothing really hurt her until like the last, like what, like 10 hours. It, I actually... You were like a straight G. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, I was like, oh no, she's not supposed to be hurting. (laughs) So literally in the delivery room, y'all, I had to put headphones in, blast the music, and then face away from Ari because it was so stressful. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah, because, well, actually, okay, so my labor was 26 hours. So I went 20 hours with no epidural. And then Desi Mm -hmm, like finally convinced me. No, for the whole twenty six hours, Desi was like, "Babe, just, just, just get it. It's yes. okay. Like, I, you know, I don't think any less of you. It's okay, babe. Because you know what you're doing right now. Come on, come on, girl. It's okay." Yeah. And I was just like, "God help her, help her." I wanted to do it naturally, like, but when I got mm-hmm. to those contractions that were close, like she was, 
Like looking back, the contractions that were like really, really intense, she was only four mm-hmm. hours away. So yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I could, oh, maybe I got my epidural at 22 hours, whatever. It was like 20 plus hours. And then I was mm-hmm. sad because she came like, four hours later and so I was like I could have waited I could have held on but you know apparently I was stressing y'all out so oh well man but moving forward I was leaving mom's house and I had this incredible headache I I literally thought my eyeballs were gonna fall out that's how bad it was and I couldn't sit up or lay down and so I had to like pick. It's one of those. Yeah, I had to like. It's pick like a one. it's like a, a migraine on ten. Oh my god, it was awful. I had to pick one. I had one of those too. I had to pick a couple one days into mine and wait. Sorry, I keep interrupting you. My bad. I had to pick one and then wait like fifteen minutes for like the pain to kind of get to like a a reasonable level. But then I would have to yeah. pee, and I'm like, oh crap. Cause you know, I'm like drinking tea and all these fluids and I'm like, oh man, I got to get back up again. So it was, it was not great, but it only lasted until Tuesday. I had like a small, small headache on Wednesday, Uh but I could move around. So I was like, I'll be fine. But I still have this sore throat thing. The sore throat thing, y'all, I'm over. I'm over it. Who invented that? But anyway, so besides (laughs) being sick last week, anything else? Mm-hmm. Um, I've really been okay. So I have a mini library in my house. It's my bookshelf, and I probably have about have like a hundred mm, books. Bro. No lie, between a hundred and like two fifty, maybe. No, and yeah, it's a hundred. Yeah, I have I have two boxes of books that are full sitting next to the bookshelf. Oh, so I didn't, I didn't know <laughs> yes. about the boxes. Yes, I know. Um, anyway, so what I've been doing is I've been going through those books because um, I don't know if you guys can do this, but I remember exactly when I bought the book and if I've read it or not. And I found a book that's on my shelf that I've had for like maybe six years and I'm never going to read it. And it just makes me <laughs> sad because when I bought it, I was like, oh man, I'm going to read this book and it's going to be great. And I just thought about all the things that I was, what you know, in the world. Yes. Okay. Anyway, so I, I, you know, had my little come to Jesus moment and I put my book in my giveaway box and there's only one book in that box right now, but you know what? <laughs> it's a start. And, <laughs> but I'm saying all that to say, I really want to buckle down and read you know, start reading all these books. Cause I used to read a lot more when I was younger than I did now that I'm an adult. And it kind of makes me sad because, you know, there's just, I was watching this TV show and this guy hasn't read a, like a, an adult book. You know what I'm saying? Like a, a chapter book since he was like 18 and he was like 45. Oh, wow. I was like, man, I can't, I can't do that. I cannot do that. I can't do it. Because you see like all these influential people who are like, well, yeah, you know, I read about 10 books a month. And it's just like, bro, you have four, four companies, yes, 12 yes. children, you have 5,000 employees, yes. you have no life oh. and you're still reading 10 right. books a month. Okay. What kind of game am I on? Cause I only, yeah, I have no businesses. I have no employees yeah. and yeah. So that's my challenge. I think I mentioned that earlier or before on the podcast, but I really want to start 
taking it seriously because a lot of the books that I have are really informational books about nutrition or just life and finances. And I'm really into finances because I am in the business of claiming it and y'all, I'm going to have riches. So I got to learn how to handle these riches before I get them so I don't lose it. You know what I'm saying? It's plural, (laughs) Ari. Plural. I'm going to have riches. Riches Thank you. and wealth. Riches. And gold (laughs) and silver and myrrh. Okay. Um, okay. Well, for me, I've really been like stepping into my new job more. Like, you know, when you switch jobs or you get a new job, you have to like get into what it is you're supposed to be doing. So you have to have like all Mm -hmm. these tutorials. So that's what I'm going through right now. But what I do really like about this job is that it's very task-based. So Mm. like essentially the whole team has tasks and then we just hand off whatever part of the process that we're responsible for to the next person. And I kind of like that. And it's also like, it's really a team thing. Really a team thing. And I think that's, what's really, that's what I really like about it. Um, Because Mm. one, I'm used to handling most of the stuff. So to see a team Mm. that's really working or at least learning to work fluidly, it's really nice. Cause I'm like, Oh, I could totally learn from them you know, and see um, how to get a business successfully working behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Because they're only, I think they're only like two-ish years old. And, you know, they've reached, I don't even know how many people with their content. And they have like one of the, the best podcasts for youth ministries out and stuff. So it's like, okay, you guys are so successful. I'm, I'm like, even grateful to be on a video conference with your team right now. Like that's right. So I really, I'm really loving my new job. And um, so that's actually having my new job has really been helping me sort of shift my mindset. So Hmm. um, part of my temperament is that I like to feel productive and part Hmm. of how I attach productivity like to my success in life, like my daily life is checking things off a list. Right. So, yeah. So I'll make these lists for myself. And then sometimes I don't make the list, right. Like I write down stuff that doesn't matter. So I'm skipping it because it doesn't matter, but that also means I'm not checking it off on my list. If you're following what I'm saying, are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. So I yeah. feel unproductive. So what I've been learning um, in my mere two weeks with this new company is that (laughs) they really they're really flexible and if Mm. stuff doesn't get done it doesn't get done but that doesn't mean we stop you know what I mean like the deadline moves and of course everyone wants Mm. to meet deadlines and stuff like that but I just feel like it's nice not to have that pressure so I've been learning not to put pressure on myself but to still be like timely with everything like okay, girl, you know, this is coming up. You know how you feel when you have no time or little to no, you've left yourself little to no time to get it done. So let's get it done. You know what I mean? And that's kind of what I've been getting, like the vibes I've been getting from the new team I'm on. So anyway, that was a long rant, but that's just what's been going on. Oh, you're good. Congratulations. (laughs) So yeah, that's, that's it. That's it. I think, um, I, I think I really uh, resonate with you when you say like your mindset is shifting. Yeah. And this is something that I've just been noticing about myself over the past couple months of like my recovery. Yeah. Um, and I've, especially this week, I'll say, I've been really working through um, pushing past like 
So there's a, there's a space between who you were before you had the surgery and then who you came out. Yeah. And like how you yeah. heal. And I will say um, before I had my surgery, a lot of the doctors were like, oh, okay, your face might not feel this way or you might not feel regular. You won't be able to chew. And, you know, you take those things for granted because you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that's doable. But it's like... No, it's With this mouthpiece that I have, I can't feel my food and my tasting is different. And I didn't realize how, oh man, it's so weird. I didn't, cause like basically I have my, the top palette of my mouth is just metal now because of how the mouthpiece is made. And so I can't feel food. And a lot of chewing is your tongue pushing the food up against the the top palette of your mouth. And I also feel like there's taste buds up there to some degree because I don't taste things like I used to taste them. Like things aren't as vibrant of a taste. I don't know how to explain it. But anyway, I've been like really hard on myself for like those changes because I didn't want them that way. Mm -hmm. And it's taken a lot of like, I keep saying like, it's taken a lot of talking to myself and just coaching myself like, it's okay. You know, this is different, but it's not bad. Yeah. Or just becoming comfortable with that space between um, my normal life, and, well, my quote, end quote, normal life before surgery, and then the difference of me now. Yeah. Whew, that was a lot. But yes, <laughs> that is something that I've really <laughs> been working through this week, just because I feel as human beings, we are just really hard on ourselves. And you don't notice it until it just makes such a terrible like feeling in you. You're just like, why do I feel this way? And then you realize, oh, I've been in like encouraging, like, well, not encouraging, but indulging myself in bad self talk. Yep, I was just gonna say that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I know exactly yes. where you're at. I do. Well, not with your specific situation, but I know. No, no, no. I, I get you. Yeah, so I I get it, but you know what's nice about it though? You get to feel yourself grow, and that to me yeah. has been like, and that's a great yeah, feeling. It's, it's been slightly like addictive to me. Like, oh, I like that. I like mm. how that feels. Yeah, like, I like feeling my mindset change. You know what I mean? Well, you know when um a couple months ago you had mentioned something to me. Yeah. Um, I think it was actually <laughs> I think it was on your birthday oh. and. Um, you had said something about how you looked back at to when you were like 21 yeah. and you realized that, oh, when I was 21, I didn't know yet. Oh, man. And yes. it was a joy for me to hear that because, you know, you have people who are like 80 who are like, oh, you're just a young hipper snapper. <laughs> you don't <laughs> you don't know what life is like and you're just getting started. But it's like I feel like the gener- the, the younger generations right now, yeah. we are going through things that they didn't they didn't have like social media access to go through until they were older. So we're encountering those things a lot sooner. So not saying that that argument isn't valid, but it's like, we're experiencing it sooner. So your advice has to change. Kind of. And then it's also like, and just being that I'm, I'm four years older than OZ y'all. So Mm -hmm. just looking back, cause we can, that's a huge gap because when we were younger, we did yeah. not like each other. But, I mean, <laughs> we did like each other. Ozzy, you didn't like me. I liked you the whole time. Are you sure? Because I really felt like you, you did not like me. You always felt that way, but it's because you were mean to me first. 
you always had an attitude to each to, other. towards me. So then after a while, I was just like, you know what? I'm just going to have an attitude too because I don't understand <laughs> what I did to you. But anyway, Bro. and Ozzy also does not like to be bossed around. But when you're 14, <laughs> taking care of your 12-year-old sister, I mean, your 10-year-old sister, you have to listen to what I'm saying, bro. Okay. Anyway, so moving forward, <laughs> moving forward, I just, I think, um, I think the delivery of like a, a seasoned adult to a newer adult needs to be different. You know what I mean? Because I don't like when they're like, I, I'm with you. I don't like when they're like, oh, you don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, no, I, I know what I'm talking about, about the life I'm experiencing right now. You know what right. I mean? Be like, go, go into more detail. Right. Maybe. Or. Or you know what I'm saying? Like, Don't make it such a general. Yeah. And you know, our my mentor, well, I guess he's ours, but um, PJ, he always, the, I like how he says it because he's like, you know what? You just got to keep living. You know what I mean? It's never mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you're wrong or you don't know right. what you're talking about. It's like, you know what? You just got to keep living. Just like I tell um, somebody Excuse else, me. they were like Sorry. 19 or 20. And I was like, just just make good decisions because when you get to be my age and you look back at 21, you're going to be like, oh my oh. God, what was I doing? What were you doing? <laughs> but everybody has that experience. Like you, even in being oh. 22 now, you can look back at your 16-year-old self and be like, bro, what oh, the girl. hell was I doing? Are you know, you just want to give her a hug. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, ooh, girl. Yeah. You know? You just look back and you're just like, come here, let me hug you. Just, oh God, I wish I could put my brain inside your body now. Like, you know, like right. that's just what it is. Like it humbles yeah. you though. It's a humble it's, it really it's also is. physiological. Like our brains actually don't finish developing until we're 25. So there are just some things mm-hmm. that our brains aren't fully capable of doing quite yet. You know what I mean? And that's just what it is. So again, that's why I always tell people just try to make the best decisions. Like, because when you go and you look at yourself at 26, I'm, you know, I'm about to be 27. Mm. It's going to be like, wow. I just, wow. I live, I live with the mantra of making the best decision that I can make in the moment and not giving myself crap for it later because I didn't know what I didn't right. know, yes. you know? So yes. I, I agree with I you. Think too, and that's what I always tell people too. Like if you're just dead set on trying to be like perfect air quotes, cause you can't reach that, but you can be mm. the perfect version of yourself right now. If that exactly. is your goal, go seek advice from people who have done it before. Like, or people who are where you want to be. Yeah. I, when I was younger, Ari, I have a lot of stories about you, but oh. um, I don't know where it was, but Ari had met somebody who was talking about what they do in life. And after this, we can like move on to the actual yeah. combo. But um, you had mentioned that you met somebody who basically, in a nutshell, had a job, had their dream job. Yeah. And he, the way that they explained how they got there is he saw somebody who was doing his dream job and said, I want yeah. your job. And then he has his yeah, job. And so that. that to me is like, okay, bet. I know, like, I don't, I don't know exactly what I want to do, but I know the realm yeah, of where yeah. it is. And so you just being aware. Yeah. I think, and trying and to be kind, kind to yourself. <laughs> and I've mentioned this before, and that's why we were talking about the Enneagram the other day. Really getting to know yourself also lets you know what you're good at and what your what like what your strengths and your weaknesses are. 
right? So my mm. some of my weaknesses is being like spontaneous, right? I don't like that. Mm. I like to know that we're walking in this spontaneous thing with a plan. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I really, I really just like it. And, and my husband's always like, he's the one that's like, I have an idea. Let's move on it now. And I'm like, no, yeah. we can't. Where? What? We can't do now this. Now have pants on. What's happening? You know, like, I can't, <laughs> like, and that's just how I function. And that, not that it's a bad thing, but it is not one of my strongest traits. So I need, I need mm. to know walking into relationships, um, jobs, you know, entrepreneurship, that that is not a strength that I have. So I need to have mm. people around me or I need to make an adjustment towards that because sometimes I'm just going to have to think it and move. Like I can't pause to be like, okay, let me think of a plan. You know what I mean? Sometimes I right. just need to go and do it on the fly. You know what I mean? So mm. I didn't learn this about myself until I was 21. One twenty-two, I had already had a baby. You know what I mean? I had sex out of marriage, which is like, a, we grew up in church. So that was like the worst offense ever. Oh my and then, Hell and damnation. Right. And then, you know, and then I didn't, I didn't know what I wanted to do. Like I had, I thought that I wanted to be a musician. And then when I got into mm. my college classes, like I got into my major, I was like, I don't know if this is what I was made to do. You know what I mean? So I had a lot of mess and confusion going around. So learning about myself in this way was very helpful because it made me more self-aware, obviously, but it also made my interactions with opportunity and other people more, um, you know what I mean? Like it made more oh, let's talk like about what you just said. Yeah. Interaction with opportunity. Yeah, because I I knew like at one point like no, I'm not going to take this job because <laughs> I'm over yeah. here snapping. <laughs> well, I, I just and you know it's it hurts sometimes because some of those opportunities is you know it's a check it's some you know yeah you know you get to stack cash, but you can't take every opportunity just because it is an opportunity will it benefit me? So when I turned, how old was I? I think it was 24. When I turned 24, I got this opportunity to work at, in the front, um, the front desk of a church. And at first I was like, I, I don't know if I want to do this. I don't know, blah, blah, blah. But then I looked at it and I was like, okay, this job aligns with most of my strengths, right? One of the strengths that, I mean, one of my weaknesses that I could actually really work on is interacting more with people. Like I don't like small talk. So if I know that's what's going to happen, I'm most likely going to just be, you know, I'm not, I'm not, well, people say I'm standoffish, but if I don't have anything to say, I'm not going to say it. So working at the front desk really helped me learn to spark conversation with people. So it was like, okay, this job it aligns with most of my strengths, but it's also going to help me build skill in another area as opposed to, mm. you know, like, oh, you know, I'm not really feeling this job, you know, but it pays like $48 yeah. an hour. So I'm going to go for it. And I don't like, I'm never one to be, you know, in it for the money. So I really yeah. valued like becoming self-aware because it helped me pick my opportunities properly, which is why I feel I'm here mm -hmm. now in this job that I'm really loving only two weeks in, 
You know what I mean? I'm like, oh my God, yeah. I'm learning so yeah. much. I have learned so But you tried so many different things. And I think that's what's important. That actually lines up with my grad oh, okay. this week. Well, <laughs> let me say this. This was not supposed to be our conversation for the day, but I think it should be just because we've, it just came out naturally. So I think we'll mm-hmm. save what we were going to talk about for next week, if you're cool with that, Ozzy, and just kind of. Yeah, no, really. Because I think it's so important. I do. I think it's important. And I mean, I don't know. Can I just go ahead and share my grab? Because it really, really relates to this. Okay. So Ari and I have talked about this guy on the podcast many times. But Gary V is this crazy, um, not really motivational speaker, but I think he's a truth like speaker. He he really knows how to talk to us um, in that authentic, that cutthroat, I'm not trying to hurt your feelings, but this is reality. And um, basically he always says like, if you're between the ages, if you're fresh out of college, which is normally around like 20 or 21 to like the age of 35, he calls that time um, your go time, basically not like in those words, but he always talks about how in that time to try all the things that you want to try in your head, because it's better to try it and then hate it and then be one step closer to what you actually want to do than to stick yourself somewhere that you think that you want to be and just be miserable. And he's all about happiness. Does your job make you happy? If you're only making $30,000 a year, but you're having fun every single day, is it worth it? And I love that because I've never been one to look at a job because of how much money I would make because I knew I would be miserable. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's my grab. Just Gary V. <laughs> like just the whole message that he has for people who are our age. And I struggle a lot with, man, he calls it the Renaissance mindset. When you want to do a lot of things, you want to, um, for example, you have rappers who have clothing lines and they have, um, labels and they have all these other things, but they, they became one thing before they branched off into all the many things that they are. And I think if you find your one, your one good thing and it's able to fund everything else that you want to do, that's like one of the best pathways to go through because you'll be able to do what you want to do. And then all the extra change that you're making can help you start that, you know, nonprofit that you wanted to start that helps people have shoes or, you know, it doesn't really matter what it is, but man, I think YouTube culture is great because you have a lot of people who are doing exactly that. They're, they might not be making a lot of money or, you know, or case in point, Kev on stage. I don't know if you guys know who that is. He just made a post about how it took him eight years to get to where he was. But he and he he listed like all of his friends and family who were like there with him. And he kind of like just made this whole I'm rambling at this point. But I just feel like you're on the cusp of what you want to do. It's right there. And I feel at this point, a lot of people get discouraged because they feel like they have to have it figured out. And you really don't. A lot of people who are just getting to where they where they are took some time. You have people who have been doing stuff for four years. They love what they're doing, but they're not exactly where they want to be. And there's a threshold that you have to cross to get there. And I feel like you just have to keep going, keep going, keep pushing, keep trying things. Even if you hate it, you'll know that you hate it. And that's cool. There's nothing to lose at this point because time is more, I'm rambling. I'm sorry, but time is, 
you're, you don't have a lot of time, but you want to make sure that the time that you're using is, um, was invested in, if that makes sense. It does. I am. Um, I, no, no, Sorry. it's fine. You got to <laughs> express what you wanted to. It's fine. I am. Um, I'm going to wait to do my grab after my moment of randomness, if that's cool. Okay. Yeah, no, okay, that's cool. So, um, the Met Gala was yesterday. I n- I don't pay attention to the Met Gala most of the time because I never know what they should be doing. Because some people are like, "This is the theme of the year. Like, it's just an opportunity to, to get dressed up." But then it's like there are people in these like wild costumes. So I'm like, "Is it a costume party or is it a gala?" Like. I don't know, or gala, whatever. So um, obviously, just to mention a few, Lady Gaga will always be the queen of over the top. I just, you know, I just think that's just her. And so she changed her dress, I think like 14 times. I don't know. But she she started out wearing one thing and then ended up wearing something completely different by the time she got down to the end of the red carpet. I think unless these are other pictures that people are posting from another time. But um, apparently the theme was camp and apparently camp is a term for over the top. Mind you, I went camping when I was younger and I just, I was like, are they supposed to be in camouflage? I don't know. Anyway. um, I don't know. I just, I feel like if I ever in my life got invited to this, I don't know what I would wear. You know what I mean? Like, I just I have no idea what I would wear. And I don't want to be critiqued on what I chose to wear. You know what I mean? Because there are people out here that are just like, boring. And I'm like, well. Savage. Yeah. And it, it's also like, I shouldn't care what they want or what they think about what I'm wearing yes. either. Because exactly. you're the one critiquing exactly. me going to the party. So there's that. And are you right? Here? No, right, no, and you know, not. I think the guys that just decide I'm just gonna wear a tux, I'm like, bro, that was so just yes, just no stress in your life, like do your thing, right. do your thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we had some guys like really dress up, really interestingly, but I feel like for me, I wanna, I want more direction. Again, I like plans. I mm. want more direction than here's the theme. You know what I mean? Well, you know, Rihanna didn't go. I thought she did. I thought. And everybody. I thought. No, everybody was. Oh. I thought she did. Everybody was like, where's Rihanna? Oh, well, yeah. because Well, maybe I'm wrong, on, but me... I'm getting my information no, from hold my on. Let Instagram me, let feed. Let me look it up. Rihanna. Matt Gala. Oh, they don't have 2019 on here. They have all the other years. Rihanna just trolled everybody mm-hmm. who asked why she wasn't at the Met Gala. Uh-oh, let's look. What, how did she troll us? Let us know. What did she say? I mean, she's done the Met Gala so well for so long. Mm-hmm. Maybe she don't want to f- buy into it no more. You know what I mean? Like, Well, some people said that, you know, she's so tired from carrying the Met Gala on her back oh for so long <laughs> that she just decided to take a I break. I mean, and yes. why not? Okay, why not? Because she oh. is, she's just an icon. She's like, and she's also like, I'm into my makeup and that's all mm-hmm. I care about. Okay? That's Look, it. Fenty. 
You know, I didn't know that Fenty was her yeah, last name. Yeah, Rihanna Fenty. I thought that was so cute. I was like, God aligned her perfectly. Fenty is such a great <laughs> name. It's such a good brand yeah, name. Yeah, it is. It is. It's smooth. It's, it's really smooth. And yeah, yeah. So it's great. It's great. Mm. Oh, oh my gosh. People were going in on her last week. So somebody took pictures. Uh, I mean, last week, yesterday. Somebody took pictures of all their Fenty lip gloss. It was like Rihanna was at home playing with effing makeup, y'all. She wasn't, she wasn't stunning this. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, right. oh, my God. This is hilarious. But then it's also like, it's also good publicity for whatever she has coming up next because people are looking for her. So, mm-hmm. but let me talk yeah. about Cardi B, okay? Oh, Lord. I feel like white people have Lady Gaga. The rest of us have Cardi B. We can always count on her to be extra <laughs> as you know what? <laughs> like, she is so, oh my God. I just, her personality is crazy she's so crazy she wore this like head to toe red gown her head is like covered in like this hooded thing (laughs) and then it swoops up it's like the bottom of a clamshell you know she's been doing that clam Mm. thing you know lately but that i was like yes cardi b do you girl it's very cute yes you know and it's it you don't see it as extra just because it's who she is and which is why it's so perfect it's like oh yeah yes it's a cute little dress i like it so anyway and you know what i like to i like to see many different types of people be like yes cardi b like i love that because she just she's reaching people you know what i mean not just a community Mm -hmm. of people but everybody so I like that. So anyway, mm-hmm. that's it. I don't, you know, I'm not going to comment on the ones I thought were not great, but it does, it really doesn't matter. You're right. We're all, we're in the business okay. of uplifting people. <laughs> now, if it was like that bad, I'd be like, okay, hold on. Wait a minute. But yeah, it's okay. It's been good. So um, yes. also I wanted to ask you guys to make sure to follow us on Instagram and um, watch out for our story this week because we're going to be polling you guys about subjects that you're interested in um, so that we can be talking about stuff that's going to like benefit you guys or if you're just curious about it, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and also if you listen on iTunes which or Apple Podcasts, which I know most of you do, please give us five stars on um, Apple Podcasts. You don't even have to leave a comment. Just rate it. We'd love it because that'll help us get out to more people. And we would love that support from you guys. So, yeah. Make multiple accounts. No, no, that's too much. much. (laughs) Okay, so my grab for this week um, is a quote from Kurt Cobain. Um, I don't necessarily support Kurt Cobain, but I do like this um, quote. Uh, he was like, wanting to be right, this wanting thing. to be someone else is a waste of who you are. And I just that just spoke to me this week. And, you know, I changed my um, I changed my lock screen graphic every week. So that's what's on my lock screen this mm-hmm. week. And I was just like, I might start doing this that. is awesome. Like, you know what I mean? Like, stop wasting time on wanting to be someone else and just be who you are because be you're you. wasting who you are which is valuable you know what i mean like if you think oh. about it that way like you are valuable it's like having 
It's like having really good makeup, like really good foundation, and you mm. accidentally knock it off into the sink, and it's just running down the sink. Like that's that's what that is. I hope that was painful yeah. for some yeah. of you listening yeah. because not well, so much yeah, me, but yeah. I, get, I, but, I mean, because if you invest in makeup, like you're spending sixty dollars on some foundation, that's sixty dollars, right? You know what I mean? Or if you just buy some mm. food that you're really interested in eating, you know what I mean? And you drop it outside before you get to the car. So there's that. Mm. I did that in um, really quick. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I used to bring my lunch to school. <laughs> and um, I brought, you know, when you're excited for what you brought for oh, lunch. Yeah. We had went to Olive Garden and I tried this new thing <laughs> and I made sure that I ate just enough. So I was full, but just enough to have a poppin' Come lunch on, poppin'? on Monday. And girl, <laughs> man, I, that's all. Lunch was my okay. favorite subject. Okay. Thank you. So um, I was walking my little self to, to the, um, the cafeteria early. I like to get there earlier so okay. I can use the microwave. And I put my stuff down in my chair and then I was walking to the microwave and everybody had started like filling the, um, the cafeteria at this point. And I put my food in, put it in for the minutes that I wanted to put in for, took it out. I was walking back to my seat and I dropped the whole thing. I tripped and then everybody kind of like stopped and they were like, Oh, oh, (laughs) dang. Because oh, yeah. I told everybody, look, it is so stupid because I told everybody yeah, about my lunch. <laughs> wow. That sucks. Yes, I did. So Sorry, sad. that was random. But yeah, that's but it yes. for us, you guys. <clears throat> that's I feel I feel that on the level of the oh, okay. makeup. <laughs> well, whatever is applicable for you, just apply it. Okay. So um that's <laughs> okay, it. If you guys want to um write into us, feel free. The email is the grab podcast at gmail.com again don't forget to follow us on instagram and yeah we out of here y'all see y'all later and peace love and hair grease yes bye (laughs) bye